America, they've no respect for her. What matters most to me? That's why I stand for the flag and I kneel at the cross. More for the friends I have loved and lost. Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I'm your host, Dan Hennen. Today is a redo of the show from February 22nd due to technical difficulties. And it'll be a show about current events, what went on in the past week. Both things in the mainstream that shouldn't have been there, or disinformation or fake news. And I'll be also going through items that should have been in the news that weren't. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty, the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune in to our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name, amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bezzelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Lots going on this week. Of course, it's never boring on this show. We always have lots to cover. Let's start off with uh, Joe Biden's comment on illegal aliens. He mentioned on February 16th that he is going to allow 11 million illegal aliens to become citizens. And this is just bizarre. Very bizarre. Right off the bat, 11 million illegal aliens. Now, I've got no problem with uh, people coming through uh, legally and becoming citizens. No problem. But 11 million, um, he's going to convert them over. This is very, very bizarre. A new lawsuit in the Capitol riot that took place January 6th. This lawsuit is going directly after Giuliani and Trump to blame for the Capitol riot. Once again, we know this is not the case. This has been proven multiple times already. Trump did have a march, a march, a march for Trump that took place at the uh, in Washington D.C. that day, and 
and uh, thousands of folks, tens of thousands of folks uh, came out for that. That was certainly a peaceful protest, peaceful get together. But what ensued was violence and aggression in the, in the Capitol. Those folks turned out to be Antifa members, uh, even some Oath Keepers members, and really tore the place up. Uh, now they're being sued, this time by the NAACP and Representative Benny Thompson. So, so once again, we get this feeling that it's a, a white versus black thing or, or white supremacy or something to that effect. Uh, the Capitol riot was done by aggressive folks that were bad guys and uh, should be arrested. It had nothing to do with Trump supporters or QAnon supporters uh, at all, as that would be the furthest thing from their mind. Now, we did get video footage of Antifa members dressing up in Trump gear, getting ready for this uh, affair and that footage has already been out there. And uh, and so they were getting ready. They were dressing up. These were infiltrators into the movement. Also, this last week, a big storm came into Texas, left much of the state without power. The wind, the snow, the cold temperatures, and now they don't have power. And so a uh, big issue there. Now, what we typically see on an emergency like this, a national or a federal emergency, is the governor of the state making some kind of proclamation, making an announcement, uh, maybe going to the site and reporting live and, and helping and providing aid. Uh, sometimes you'll see the president, President Trump in the past has done this with uh, emergencies on large scales, uh, goes to the site, goes to the location, shows support and helps with the assisting of the emergency funding and whatnot. Uh, we didn't see this at all. That should have been big news. Biden did not attend. The governor was not there. Huge, huge news. Didn't make the news, sadly enough. But what did make the news is Senator Ted Cruz was in Cancun on a vacation with his family to avoid the no power. And, and he got really just lambasted. Now, I've never seen a situation where a state senator supposed to be on site doing things for emergencies like this. So that's where the media comes in. Why wasn't the media all over the governor that failed to show up or the president that failed to show up? So that's something to think about when you see the mainstream media. It's not what you see, but also what you don't see. Boy, the news for two straight days was all about Cruz. And I guess I, I, it really doesn't matter to me. Uh, if he's on vacation or not, uh, what's a state senator have to do with a federal emergency in the state? Now, February 16th, Trump releases a statement slamming Mitch McConnell. And Mitch McConnell's another deep state actor, another bad guy, another black hat. Uh, keep in mind, too, that he is married to this Chinese woman who has big connections to the Chinese business that go way back in China that runs the shipping lanes for the ships and the exports and the imports. And he got his, uh, I think it was a $49 million uh, wedding or whatever it was. This is Mitch McConnell, uh, the allegedly good guy. This is not the case. Uh, he's another connection, directly connection to China. You know, the mainstream media fails to recognize this. It's just very bizarre. Now, speaking of the Capitol riot, an Arkansas state senator is now going to leave the Republican Party because of the riot. He's going to step aside. He said, 
it's too much. I can't be associated with the Republican Party because of what they did at the Capitol riot. And once again, kind of a similar to a Trump derangement syndrome here. Uh, the Republicans had nothing to do with the Capitol riot. It was the bad guys. It was the infiltrators that caused it. A few bad apples planted those pipe bombs the night before, orchestrated this event. Um, that, that police, in fact, actually opened the barriers and opened up the gates, let the infiltrators in. They were in on this, remember. Speaking of in on it, this week news came out that six officers, Capitol officers, were fired. And 29 are currently being investigated for the Capitol riot. This should be huge front page news. But they'll have you believe that the entire Republican Party, the Trump followers, the Trump supporters, and QAnon supporters are all behind this wild, outlandish Capitol riot that took place. Now remember, the Capitol officers, the ones, not all of them, but the ones that were involved with it opened the barriers, opened the gates on cue, mind you. When the queue was ready to go, they got the green light as what everyone stormed, allegedly, the Capitol. And you can see video footage and, and film and photographic evidence of them coming through standing single file line, uh, coming through peacefully inside the Capitol. But the images emerge later. What we still haven't heard, which I think should be news, is whatever happened with Pelosi's laptop that was taken that day. You know, there was an operation going on that day. And things all happen behind the scenes. But what we get in the mainstream news and the gullible public will believe that the uh, Trump supporters, the Trump faithful, all were out of control. Very strange. Biden made a comment saying that once he became president, he said he got phone calls from all living, existing living presidents called to congratulate him, except for one. So we know that one is obviously Trump, who's not going to call and congratulate him. Keep in mind, Trump has yet to concede the election, even to say that he lost. As far as we know, Trump still is the president. Now, the mainstream media and the gullible public will have you believe that that ceremony was somehow legit that took place on Inauguration Day that didn't even really match the weather of what was going on in Washington, D.C. for those who are watching the live stream. Very different. Uh, that was some strange ceremony that took place could have been even pre-recorded, and who knows where it even took place. But very odd. He did go out of his way to slam Trump to say that he received calls from the other existing living presidents to congratulate him on winning. Very bizarre. Speaking of Biden, there was a town hall that took place. Biden's comments at the town hall related to COVID. He looked confused and looked like an old man and confused, Biden did at this town hall. Didn't know it looked like he was even really knew what he was doing or talking about. But then went on to say that since he became in the White House, the vaccine for COVID became available to the public. Became available. It wasn't until he came into office and that became available. Now, the videos of the evidence that Biden received not one but two vaccine shots already that were publicly aired before he became president are already out there, already public, that he received one shot and then later a second shot for the vaccine. 
well before he took office. So strange comments once again from Joe Biden. All right, moving along. The White House website normally has a link for petitions. The website for those doing petitions, online petitions, you can get, I think, uh, it is roughly 100,000 signatures on some of these petitions, and it'll get looked at by legislation, um, by Congress. Since Biden took over, no news on this, by the way, but Anons looked at that and noticed that it was missing. That whole section of the website is gone. You could no longer file a petition online at the website or complain about something. That section has been removed. This also was huge news. Huge news. Why would that be? Very ominous here, things that are going on. Rush Limbaugh died uh, this last week, also making big, big news. Big in the Republican Party, conservative, longtime hero. A lot of people liked him, had a lot of followers. Now, keep in mind, the 9-11 Truth Movement didn't necessarily like him because he made a comment one time on a national public radio show saying that 9-11 truthers are all wacky conspiracy nuts uh, that need to get a life. And um, I don't believe that I've ever seen him recant that message. Uh, it's been years now that, that 9-11 has been proven true, that it was an inside job. Uh, 19 hijackers, Muslim hijackers, did not do these four hijackings and causing the three towers, three skyscrapers to collapse on 9-11 in New York City while only two of them were hit by airplanes. Um, so we know that's the case. And we know 9-11 truthers are legit. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was anti that. So he went the he pushed the official narrative on 9-11. Uh, yes, he's done some good things. Uh, but keep in mind, uh, he, he too was more than likely compromised. Uh, sadly enough, though, that he died. The Vatican, Vatican made news. The Vatican announced that they're going to start firing employees that don't take the vaccine. Like outright firing employees that choose not to take the vaccine. Very odd. That should have been also front page news. Very little was reported on that. That's a very troubling, troubling scene. House Dems this past week created a bill to ban presidents that were impeached twice basically only Trump, from being buried at Arlington National Cemetery or having public parks, highways, and buildings named after them. Uh, so we see a lot of, uh, already we see a lot of corrupt people with things named after them. Dulles Airport, uh, Dulles was a corrupt person, the George Bush National Center of Intelligence, uh, named after Bush, who was corrupt. A lot of these things are named after corrupt folks. Now we finally get a president in there that was doing good things, Trump, and you would think that his name would be plastered all over various highways and buildings and and um, and and public parks and things like that. They're already doing the best they can to create a bill to ban anyone that's been impeached twice from having anything done, including being buried at National Arlington National Cemetery. Now instead of doing their jobs in the Senate and the House. Uh, the House, this is. They're busy creating a ban to prevent Trump's name from ever appearing on anything. 
this is quite disgusting. Not surprising, though, but disgusting. Nikki Haley made the news. She made the once quote saying Trump will feel isolated following his actions of being in office, the actions that he took in office. He said, good luck with that because he's going to end up feeling isolated. Well, now she took that back and apologized and tried to schedule some time with Donald Trump to retake those comments and apologize and, and set the story straight. He said, no, thanks. I'm good. Uh, no need to do that. But guess what made the news? The headlines, the news, where Trump denied Nikki Haley the opportunity to clear the air. He was the bad guy. How dare he shrug her off with her honest-to-goodness attempt at clearing the air. So once again, the spin in the mainstream news is just uh, just like that. That it's just that's what we've been seeing. Anything good is put a spin on. Anything bad is inflated. It's just it's too much. Joseph Mifsud this week made the news. Uh, actually, his attorney came out and admitted that he was interviewed by Durham. Remember now the Durham investigation. We're not hearing too much about this in the mainstream public at all. But the Durham administration, or the Durham investigation, rather, is still moving along. There's been interviews done way back. This took place uh, in Italy. Now it's also been confirmed that Durham has also interviewed Italian government officials as part of this. Um, this t- leads back to the FISA surveillance, the Steele dossier, all these things that were uh, already proven bogus that did not take place. They've got more than enough there uh, to to show that the Italy, the country of Italy, was involved. Uh, Joseph Mifsud, as you remember, was connected to Link University, Link Campus, and he was the one that got uh, George Papadopoulos uh, in entwined with all of this, all this lying. And he's a longtime intelligence agent. The dive boat captain, remember that that boat. That dive boat that 24, uh, sorry, 34 were killed on that big, large fire last year. Well, the court case just finished. Dive boat captain now charged with 34 counts of manslaughter of the deadly boat fire that took place off the coast of California. This came through on February 16th. 34 people died. He's charged with manslaughter for each one of those deaths. Now, what the mainstream media does not report, they show that it was just a random dive boat, a random fire. They couldn't put it out and resulting in people dying. Remember when that first came off, there was some element of human trafficking or sex trafficking involved with that. The 34 people that died were down below when that fire took place. Everyone on top got off safely and escaped, but the 34 people were down below at that door, and that door was locked. There was a deadbolt on that lock. Those people could not escape when that fire was raging on that boat. This was more than likely a human trafficking um, situation here under the guise of a dive boat. Well, rightly so, the captain was charged, but I think that those people were killed on purpose. That fire was set on purpose, and um, very interesting, but that 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 door leading to the underneath cabin down there on that huge boat um, was locked. Those, those folks could not escape. That's what's something that does not make the news. 
Now, John Paul Mac Isaac, remember him, owned the store, computer repair store that repairs and fixes Mac computers where the Hunter Biden laptop arrived for repair. Hunter Biden subsequently never picked it up. After looking at it and investigating it, what was on there, it turns out that there was porn, illegal things, pictures, video, drugs, drug use, various adult amateur films, everything was on that. Now, they have gone after John Paul Mac Isaac, the owner, to saying that this was made up. This is part of a Russian disinformation campaign. He, this last week, is now suing Twitter for defamation to say, look, I'm not the bad guy here. I'm just reporting what was on the laptop. This was not made up. This was certainly not disinformation. We didn't make it up to make Hunter Biden or President Biden look bad. Uh, if you watch the videos yourselves, and I've seen plenty of them on that laptop, um, this is the real deal. This is awful, disgusting things on the Hunter Biden laptop related to the president, including connections and deals in the business world with the Ukraine. So good job there for the owner of that Mac store. He's been gone after heavy and hard for telling the truth. Uh, one could almost call him a whistleblower. Now he's facing the penalty for doing just that. Paul Sperry on February 16th, his account was suspended. Account was suspended February 16th for Paul Sperry. He's another good one to follow on, on Twitter. Obviously, you can't do that anymore. I don't think it was just a simple ban of 5 or 10 or 15 days or whatever it was. I think the account was actually suspended and pulled down. Now, the Supreme Court. Supreme Court had three fraud cases they were supposed to hear last Friday. Last Friday, Supreme Court relating to the voter election fraud. The general public thought all those went away. They thought uh, there was no such thing. Those were allegations of voter fraud. Nothing was going to happen with it. But uh, we had to remind the people on shows like this that there were still active cases going on that reached the actual Supreme Court, three of them no less, that do show that election fraud took place in the election. Three of those. Those were uh, supposed to be heard last Friday, evidently moved to Thursday. And they keep pushing those things back. An attorney in Minnesota is facing disciplinary action for a lawsuit that he filed regarding the election fraud in several battleground states. Now, the judge heard the case. A judge in Washington said that this attorney is trying to do political grandstanding and there's nothing to this. Nothing behind this. Once again, this attorney in Minnesota does know what he's talking about because there is evidence, uh, both audio and video, and signed sworn affidavits of election fraud. We know, we know, I repeat, we know that election fraud happened. Now, the general public may not know. Mainstream media just says that these things are all allegations, but they are certainly true. Now, when cases like this get moved up, the various courts, when they get, when they get heard, the first thing the judge says is we're not going to listen or review any video or audio of election fraud. So bring us stuff that you have that doesn't relate to that. Well, there isn't much. Most of it is audio and most of it is video. So these cases all get dismissed. What the general public needs to understand is that the judges, the corrupt judges, even at the Supreme Court level, yes, even at the Supreme Court level, 
are doing this on purpose so these cases cannot be heard. They're not allowing the evidence to come forth. That is why these cases get dismissed. The corruption is at the very, very highest level in this country. February 19th, there was a crash. A training jet crashed in Alabama. Military training jet. I don't know if it was uh, uh, legit or not or a crash. Uh, it's just an accidental crash, but it was a training jet in Alabama crash. I like to report these things just because uh, 17 has said multiple times that seven out of 10 crashes, whether they're helicopters or airplanes, are targeted kills. In other words, they're not legit crashes. Very, very few airplane and helicopter crashes ever take place. 70% of the crashes are targeted kills. So I like to bring these things up in a case like that where a strange crash happened in Alabama. Uh, it may as well and legit. I do not know. That's all I've got for today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. I'd like to thank our Patreons. Donations are important. Thank you once again for all you've done. This is, my name is Dan Hennon. Thanks for listening. America